0: Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 19, When Words from Books Come to Life. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have again, Jonathan, as my guest. Woo! Yeah, he was my guest on episode 2, which uh, which was about horror video games, and now he's back on episode 19. How you doing? I'm good, I think. No, I'm good. Yeah, we already know a little bit about you, so for people who don't know about John, listen to episode 2. And then you'll learn about John and then you can catch up to this episode as well. So today we are going to talk about audiobooks. Yes. As your hobby,
1: right? Yes. So like uh, fantasy audiobooks okay. in and, the genre in terms of.
0: Okay. Yeah. And how did you get introduced to fantasy? Let's say starting off with audiobooks and then fantasy audiobooks. So uh, actually what happened was I was
1: playing a game called uh, Metro. I uh, don't remember what comes after. So. 2048? Was- yes if if it, i think it's 2048 so i was playing i was playing the you know the the russian game metro and i found out that there was a uh, it was based off of a few a couple of books so i decided that i wanted to read those books and when i had downloaded the first metro book it had actually came along with an audiobook version of the book itself so i decided to listen to the audiobook and then my friend jason also was into audiobooks and so I told him that I was listening to this audiobook and he was telling me a bunch of other audiobooks I should listen to and from there I just started to listen to more and more different audiobooks. So that's how it
0: started. Was it hard for you to get into it at first or is it just you could easily just turn it on you're like oh this is easy to listen to or was it something that you had to sit down and try to get into it
1: yeah so it was hard at first because i would keep i would always lose like uh attention i would stop paying attention or i'd miss a couple of words and i'd have to go back and re-listen to a couple of things until i got the hang of you know paying attention specifically to the audiobook and what was going on instead of doing other things at the same time
0: okay okay and uh do you this might be an odd question but do you like audiobooks with sound effects if that's a thing it is a thing, depending on the production. And
1: yeah, no, I do like it. It gives it definitely gives the audiobook a, a specific touch. It's, um, you know, little dings or bells or whatever it is. It, uh, it gives it more
0: of a uh, realistic feeling when you listen to it. Do you like books that have different narrators? So let's say it's a book with different characters. Do you want different voices for each character? Or does that, does that not matter to you?
1: No, no, no. That definitely matters because it makes it easier to follow through with the book so I had listened to a series called uh, Mist- the Mistborn series and that actually had a whole production team where it was like four five or six different voice actors playing each individual character that was nice and then there's also books um, like right now I'm listening to the Chaos Seed Sega and it's just one guy who reads the books but he does different accents and voices for all the characters so when they talk You don't always have someone saying, and this person said this and that person said that. You could just recognize who said what based on the voices and the accents. And so it's more like listening to an actual conversation in your head instead of someone
0: telling you what other people said. What would you say are some of your pet peeves? Like you were just saying here that you prefer more voices to make an actual conversation instead of just somebody narrating. Do you have any other, I would say, pet peeves? Like things I don't like. Yeah, yeah. So
1: there's, you know, there's always the um, deadpan voice, you know, someone who is just reading it to read it. They don't really care about the actual production. It kind of makes you lose interest in a book because the narrator, the person actually reading the book, and when it's audiobooks, they, it's it's almost like the writer who cares. You want the person reading the book to, to care also. It makes a difference in how you imagine the book and everything inside of it and in terms of like a few pet peeves it's it has to do with um the sound effects actually sometimes what i found is like they put high pitch sound effects like high pitched dings and things like that and it's like you know if you're listening to an audiobook you're more than likely listening to it in your earphones or something like that so high pitch sounds it's like irritating especially if it's more than once and it's like so why did you do that like you could have chose any other sound why did you choose an irritating sound
0: for something that d- didn't have to be irritating. Did that ever turn you off from a book that they kept kept on using the same sound? You're like, I can't, I can't stand this.
1: No, no. I just, you know, you either get used to it or, you know, if it's going to come once and it's going to come again, then you just like kind of lower the volume when you know it's coming or something like that. But it's never actually turned me off from actually
0: listening to a book. Do you have a favorite author that you've listened to many times? Not, sorry, not author, but narrator. So somebody who keeps on talking and you you enjoy their voice the way they present, their style? Uh, there has been a couple of narrators that
1: I really enjoyed. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but the narrator who did the voice acting for um, all the Chaos Seed Chaos Sega books, he, did a, he does a really good job. And the narrator who does the um, Dungeon Born series also does a good job. In terms of uh, voice acting and things like and different voices and stuff, so those two narrators do very good job. I found I really enjoyed them, and I actually tried looking for other books that they
0: narrated also. When do you tend to listen to audiobooks more often? Is it at nighttime or daytime? Going to work, right before going to sleep, while you're cooking, while you're eating. So it's a, it's a bit of everything i usually like to listen to it when
1: i'm traveling like a lot of people ask me why do you listen to books instead of just reading them well i always tell them like when i'm driving i can't read a book right like it's 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 just not one of those things you could do so i listen to my audiobooks you know when i'm driving uh then i'll continue it on the bus and then i'll continue it like on my walk for lunch when i go grab my lunch or while i'm eating like It's, yeah, you could read a book, you know, during those times, but if I'm going to listen to a book while I'm driving, then I'm not going to change books in the bus and then change, you know, like I'm just going to stick to one thing. Audiobook works for me. It's perfect for all the opportunities when I could read a book, I could listen to it as well. So it kind of just meets all my standards.
0: Does the length of the book play a role when you're choosing a book? Do you like a long book or a short book? I
1: definitely prefer longer books over shorter books. It kind of just gives it makes me more immersed, right? So I tend, oddly enough, to avoid. I don't. I don't necessarily purposely avoid them, but I don't specifically, you know, like if I see a book is less than ten hours in terms of audiobook length, I'll probably, you know, unless the synopsis really hooked me i'll just skip over that book and uh, like i i i prefer books over 10 hours i don't really feel like there are t- books that are too long it just means that the story goes on but i feel like if this if it's too short then i'll be left wanting more of something there might not be more of and what will you, what's the shortest book you've read and what's the longest book you read so uh, i think the shortest book was um It must have, I think it was 11 hours. hmm, I think it was like, so the general, so I don't have a specific book that was the shortest one. The average of the shorter books that I listened to varies between 11 and 13 hours. That's the shorter end of the books. The longest book I read had to be between 50 and 60 hours. And that was either, it's a battle between battle mage or the last book of the chaos eat Sega. they're both in the longer end of those two uh,
0: lengths and when you when it comes to actually picking a book once again do you prefer listening to a snippet in the middle of the book or do you read the description
1: so i read the description and then i go from there so i just read the description if i like what the book's about if there's more than one of them and things like that you know, length. And once I've decided this is the book I'm going to go for, I don't ever read like listen to a snippet of it just because it's kind of like throwing you in the middle of the book. You don't really know what's going on. There's no point. I read the synopsis. If I like what it is, what it's about, I'll give it a try. I'll try listening to it. And that way, let's say I didn't like the narrator. At least I gave the book a fair chance by listening to it first, like really try to listen to it. To see if I could get through the book and then decide I didn't like it. I just didn't decide right away off of what that little 30-second snippet could have just been like a bad snippet, right?
0: Do so I'm not I'm not very familiar with audiobooks, uh, but do the chapters come out every week or do they do they come out completed? So they come out completed, you download
1: the whole book. Some books aren't even split into chapters and in audiobooks. Um like you the narrator will specify that it's a new chapter but you can't skip like oh i already listened to chapter 12 let me just skip to chapter 13 or you, a lot of books that i found come in one huge audio piece like 13 hours straight of audiobook not like 13 separated hours of chapters
0: so you are you a big fan of reading hard copy books or is that just not your thing um
1: i do prefer the audiobook at this point it's just what i'm used to and to be honest, like before audiobooks i was I was reading manga. I still read my manga, but I was never like a hardcore hard copy reader of books.
0: What would you say are your top three favorite audiobooks so far? Okay, oh yeah i'm I'm putting the hard question on. Yeah, see, I
1: never listened to a book that I didn't like. If I had to choose like a top three favorite um, like a series, maybe like sure, is- yeah. Let's go with series, okay. yeah. Um, in no specific order, no specific order. I'm going to say, um Battle Mage is in there. It's a one book. Um, you know what, Chaos Seed Sega. Right now, there are seven books in. Eighth book is coming out, and then the third, not in order. I'd have to say. Hmm, it's a really tough one. The book that you're making right now. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm making <laughs> such a long book. No, Um, I'd have to, it would have to be, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard battle between Mistborn and Divine Dungeon. Like if I can make a group of four, it would be those four. So it's a hard battle between Mistborn and Divine Dungeon. And the reason why is Divine Dungeon is like, the storyline is so different compared to what I've read before. But it's the same thing with Mistborn. They're so different. And the production value in Mistborn is like off the charts. That's the one where I said there's like, you know, six people, um, audio team reading all the book together. And voices are sound effects, like everything. But in Divine Dungeon, the story is about like the main character of this story is a dungeon who's sentient. And he tries to develop himself as a dungeon to become stronger So it's, it's so different. Like usually you always find the stories about an adventurer who conquers a dungeon or, you know, develops himself. But this time it's like eyes of the bad guy kind of story, but he's not actually a bad guy. So it's, that's the interesting part. So he's like an anti-villain or anti-hero kind of thing? Uh, no, no. He kills people. But like, it's, you know, once you listen to it, you're going to be like, it's hard to call him a bad guy. You just like him.
0: He's very lovable, very huggable. Uh, sure, in a killable kind of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for you personally, what are some do's and don'ts for po- uh, not podcasts or for audiobooks? As in things you like that they do and things you don't like that they do. You were saying the high pitched sound, that's one thing you don't like. Is there anything else on both spectrums?
1: Yeah, so a couple of don'ts, you know, like high pitch, annoying sounds. People just don't like that. No one's going to be like, oh, man, I love the scraping on the chalkboard sound. I love, you know, like no one likes those sounds, so don't put them in your book. It's just, I know you want to describe something. Some sounds are better off described instead of, you know, actually uh, presented. And so there's that, you know, care when you read your audiobook for people. Like care, just... If you're going to be monotone and you don't really care about it, then read it, read a different book, something you are actually passionate about, like your passion goes on to the people listening. And that's a big thing that I feel like is a don't like if you're not passionate about it, you're just boring other people who wanted to listen to a book that sounded good to them and you just turn them off. Um, Yeah, no, those are do's. You know, there's lots of good do's it's it's always up to the writer, you know, in terms of whether you like the book or not. Um, production value is a big thing. It's always up to whether the narrator cares, like I said. If he cares to do different voices, different accents, add sound effects, that's all, like, big do's. What would you say are some misconceptions about people who listen to audiobooks? Um, some misconceptions I'd find is, like, a lot of people feel like if you listen to an audiobook, you don't actually like books. But that's not true. Like, I have, like... I don't have anything against books. It's just audiobooks are convenient for my lifestyle. It's It has nothing to do with whether you like books or not. It's just some people don't have the attention span. Some people just don't have the actual time. So a lot of, I feel like from whoever I told that I listen to audiobooks, a lot of them, they say, think that I don't like books, but that's not it. It's just my lifestyle right now with work and driving and traveling and
0: audiobooks is just more convenient for my lifestyle. It's easier, easier to consume. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And then you like to relax at the same time. You, don't, you like to keep busy while you're listening to something, right? Is yeah, and I idea? don't
1: want to have to carry, you know, my book with me everywhere I go. I don't carry a backpack with me, things like that. So having it on my phone, head, headphones in the pocket makes
0: things easier. In what way has listening to audiobooks had an impact on your life? Um,
1: really, it's just like, if anything, I feel like it improved my, what's it called? It improved my uh, attention span, like you know listening to a 13-hour book is like you know would you be able to watch a 13-hour movie it's it's difficult right or watching it like two hours in a row like so it's it's definitely like improved my attention span in that terms of being able to consume the same thing for very long periods of time it also i feel you know like it's just generally improved my mood like i go from being bored or sleepy on the bus to actually just listening to something, enjoying something on my way to work. It's just a mood improver in terms of just doing something you enjoy on your way to something you enjoy a little less. Do you do it while you take a shower? <laughs> no, no, I don't do it while I take a shower because I, A, I don't let, bring my phone in the shower with me. B, it's more like I, it's like I don't do it when I cook either because I use the hood fan. So I don't like the loud noise disrupting the sound of the book because I'm the type of person who if I if I miss something, I have to go back and listen to it again to make sure I didn't miss anything important. So I can't do that in the shower without wetting my phone. And it's just too annoying with the hood fan on. So I don't do it while I cook. So I know I don't do it in the shower or things like that.
0: Did you ever finish a book in one sitting like a full book? And so like say so the shortest book, let's say it's 10 hours. You sat or you woke up in the morning and you listened to that. You listened to that book from beginning to end. No, that's uh, it's like watching a 10 hour movie. There are some things you could and
1: can't do in one sitting. And so I've never listened to an entire book in one sitting. I, could, I definitely listen to a lot of the book, but I just feel like there's so many other things around me that I could do that I don't just spend 10 hours straight listening to just listening to the book because if I multitask and unfortunately I'm not good at multitasking when it comes to this because I want to pay attention I want to give the book the attention it deserves so I don't tend to distract myself while I listen to the book so 10 hours straight
0: it's kind of a lot what was the longest uh, period of time that you sat down to listen to one audiobook um it's hard I don't know like
1: maybe um, 45 minutes straight or something. It's more like, a, so like I work at a call center, I can listen to a book in between calls. So sometimes if it's a really slow day and I I could go through a lot of a book, oh, sorry, I could go through a lot of the book without stopping just because I know that there is an end point. Like I don't have to worry about like, oh, am I going to have to listen to the three hours? Like I'm, I could listen to like 10, 20 minutes at a time. It's a good taste of what I have take a break, go back to it. It keeps everything fresh.
0: And how long does it usually take you to complete one book? Oh, it could vary. It uh, depends on how much
1: time I have, how busy it is at work, uh, things like that. So it could take,
0: uh, I'm going to say two weeks is an average. So you, you would say you do two books per month, basically, or wait, how many books are you at right now that you've completed? That is a hard question. But you started recently doing this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been that long, I believe. I don't know when I started. Like, I can't remember when I started listening to maybe like a year and a half or a year ago at this time. Probably a year and a half closer. And I think I've... So, hmm. So there's seven Chaos Seed books. There's the... Th- I think there's three or four Divine Dungeon books. There's The Ritualist, um, Battle Mage. I think there's six Mistborn books. I think or yeah, I think there's six that I listen to. There's the Metro book.
0: Oh man, I'm losing. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, definitely. And here's a question that is very hypothetical. Would you ever consider doing a book in the future, just picking up a book and reading it? You could use my studio to do it.
1: I, I, I don't think I have the voice for it. I, I just feel like I don't have a compelling enough voice for people to listen to my voice for 13 hours straight or 10 hours straight or five hours straight and it's also you know you have to read the book clear yeah it's it definitely you can't just read a book that for the first time and do an audiobook it has to be a book you're well versed with because you got to know you know when the voices are who's saying what in advance just so you know when to do the different voices and add the sounds things like that i feel like you have to read it and then you have to read it again for the audiobook,
0: so it kind of has this uh, voice acting pretty much. You have to get immersed into the story yeah. and put the expressions. And I feel like, I probably feel like the people who are are reading these out loud have the most expressive faces in front of the microphone.
1: Oh, they must. it's 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 got to just be like voice acting for a, a cartoon or an animated movie or show. You if you don't put emotion in it, how do the listeners really understand the emotion that's being portrayed?
0: So you say you wouldn't do it if it was just you, but if you were in a group, let's say you have you and four or five other people doing it, so there's different voices. So you can be a specific character and people can identify who is who. Because you do have a unique voice. I don't find it annoying. But that's what most people do. They don't they find their own voices annoying no yeah. matter what. So I, I enjoy your voice. It's very soothing, it's very calm. See, he's got a little smile on. Uh, But uh, would you ever consider doing it with a group of people?
1: I guess in a production team, I would. You know, it's not just listening to my voice for 13. I don't know how well I could do like different voices and and accents and things like that. So if it was in a team where it's not my voice over like five, 10 hours doing trying to do like different voices and such, it wouldn't be so bad. So, yeah.
0: Do you want to use your hobby as something you want to escape from reality or do you want to present it to the world? So if somebody came up to you saying, hey, John, I'd love to learn about audiobooks. And you're like, too bad. Find somebody else. Okay. Or do you want to be like, no, no, no I would def- definitely
1: give them, you know, uh, I, I, you know, converse with them, give them maybe some, there isn't really tips or tricks. You know what I mean? Like listen at your own leisure. It's not, it's not homework. It's not a job. Just listen to it when you're comfortable listening to it, when you could pay attention to it, when you have the time, it's just one of those things you could pick up and go. And we really, I'd give them, you know, like not tips and tricks, but. I give them ideas, you know, like what kind of books that I've listened to that they might want, or we could discuss different genres. Why do they, you know, like maybe they like horror genre books or more sci-fi genre books and we could trade, you know, like different good books in different genres. So then maybe we could each taste, you know, other genres of books that we never really thought we'd be interested in.
0: Speaking of which, what is the next book on your list? The one that you haven't started yet, but you want to pick up and read eventually.
1: Yeah, no. So the next book, I already picked it out.
0: Yeah, no,
1: I picked it out already. It's Regicide. So it's the second book from The Completionist. And that's definitely, I already made my decision. I read the first one. And so the second one's coming up. As soon as I'm done the seventh book from Chaos Seed, I'm going to then
0: read Regicide. So another question I had for you was, what was your biggest challenge when you first started reading, sorry, not reading, but listening to audiobooks? It was definitely
1: the my attention span, you know, listening to audiobooks was a different form of entertainment that I'm not I wasn't well versed in at the beginning because I wasn't a big music listener to um, just because, you know, I always slept on the bus and I was at work. And when I drive, I didn't have uh, auxiliary cable or ports in my car. So I just listened to the radio. So I wasn't well kept with music. So I never really spent long times, uh, long pieces of time listening to things. So really it was just getting the attention span to sit there for more than five or 10 minutes, listening to the voices that are coming up from the other side and actually paying attention to what they, what they were saying.
0: And what is your current biggest challenge? My current biggest challenge?
1: Oh man, if I had to say it'd be finding more time, you know, like I'm on a 60 hour book and I don't know how long it'll actually take me to listen to the whole book without finding more time. But like I said, it's, I'm not in a hurry. Yes, I'd like to find more time to listen to it. So I can, you know, listen to more books. But at the same time, I'm just leisurely enjoying the book that I'm listening to.
0: Do you have any word of advice for people who might be interested in picking up audiobooks?
1: Uh Yeah, you know, like, um, I don't want to say anything against, you know, purchasing membership fees for websites, you know, like audiobook. apparently their deals are super good. Every month you get a free credit for any book you want, no matter what the expense of the book. And then as a member, you also get, um, discounts for their books. But what I would really suggest at first is, you know, try it. do a free book first. Don't buy anything. You don't know if you'll like it, right? It's your first time do a free book. Get, look online, find suggestions. Maybe listen to a book you've read before and that you enjoyed. See if you really like, you know, just listening to someone else read a book to you. And from there, you could really see, okay, man, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. The production was really good. Or, you know, what I don't really think I want to pay for this, or it's just not for me. Like those are all three different kind of answers depending on how you're going to get your next book, if you, you will get a next book.
0: It's kind of like podcasts. Most podcasts are free. But some people put out paid podcasts, which I don't necessarily know why. If you know if you can get most of them for free, that's a whole other can of worms I can pick up later on.
1: Yeah, but, uh, and it's like you're if you're your first time listening to podcasts, you're not going to go and you don't want to just go and pay for one right away without knowing if podcasts are really your thing, right? what if you hate it and you just spent 30 But some books retail for like 50 dollars really yeah some of them are expensive some of them are cheaper some of them are expensive some of them are 50 hours long right so they could really you know think about 50 hours long if, if you were watching a movie i know the production value is different but in terms of length of entertainment if you're watching a movie two hours is already kind of long right so 50 hours is for 50 if you were paying 50 dollars it's still not that bad in terms of
0: Entertainment over price, and you were saying once again, the shortest book are usually ten hours. Would that be a good start for somebody? Well, that's my personal minimum. Product, minimum.
1: That's not the shortest book. You could get, you could find short books. There's audiobooks for like every book written, almost. You could find Doctor Seuss. I, I, you know what? I, I bet you if you searched for it, you would find it. You know, and it's just like it. It depends. Like, do you? Ten hours is not the minimum. It's just my personal minimum.
0: So what would you recommend for a good amount, like a good hour or time for somebody to start a book? Not like time of the day, I meant uh, yeah, a, the time duration of the book. Of the yeah.
1: book. yeah. So uh, the reason why my personal minimum is 10 hours is just because I feel like that's a good time where you could get a good chunk of story. If there's enough time to leave a sequel if they have to. And if not, you know, I, it's not like listening to three hours thinking the story is amazing and then having it end on you. So like, I just feel like 10 hours is is a good amount of time for me.
0: And do you prefer also books that have sequels or are part of a trilogy or just a one book, one story kind of thing? Like yeah. if they were to put the say, I don't know, Inception as a book or you'd like the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy as a book.
1: So I do like books with, um, with sequels. It just means that the world is more developed. The storyline, the character development is more and it's, it's enhanced, right? It's more deep. I like I said one of my top 4s that I mentioned earlier was Battle Mage. That's a one off. There's just one Battle Mage book. There isn't a sequel or anything, and it was amazing. But all the other books on my list all had sequels because, and I enjoyed, you know, going through that whole world where the sequel was based off of.
0: Do you have any websites or links for yourself as in your personal social media that you'd like to share with the audience or you just want to stay a mystery, a voice in the air, the audiobook voice.
1: No, you know, like for sure. I don't have any, like, I don't have a website where I talk about, I don't blog about this or, or anything, but, like, you know, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, and whatever. If anyone wanted to, you know, send a recommendation or or anything like that, I'd totally be open to it, so. All right, uh, so, yeah, if uh, would
0: Instagram be okay?
1: Yeah, no, for yeah? sure.
0: And your Instagram is? Uh, Gangster. Once again, I'll put that in the description so you'll find it. And if you have a good recommendation for books, audiobooks for John, you can put it in there. His favorite category is fantasy, correct?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely fantasy, literal RPGs, but I'm definitely open to, you know... Romance. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I just put that his no, Facebook. I'm definitely like, open
1: to other, you know, uh, genres. I just don't... I'm not well versed in them. I don't really know like where to start or what's a good book and I could I could definitely search for it but right now I'm comfortable in the genre that I'm listening to
0: that's fair now what I tend to do on the show as you may know I asked a question to you to ask me so we're flipping the interview around so I would ask you do you have any questions for me about audiobooks? yeah when are you listening to your audiobook what would my audiobook be about if you could tell me then I'll tell you yeah so it.
1: let's say um hmm do you like fantasy like uh so look, if I had to give you a choice between a fantasy world where um, people could learn magic, they become uh, warriors and, you know, like uh, they go to war with demons and monsters or a world where someone gets transported to a world based off of a video game and he has to live his life there now and he, you know, has to level up, you know, create his, his own
0: time there like specialized i would definitely go with the second one for the simple reason the question again you asked me was what kind of book i would make no what kind of book would you read oh read oh i thought it was a book i make what is your audiobook okay read i would definitely read the second option the reason why not read but listen to the second option the reason why is it's probably the same reason as you i like the character development and i'm feeling like that like the uh, anime sword art sword art online there's a lot of possibilities for character development and new characters to jump in without sounding too redundant or, and then the creatures can be very creative because it's a video game aspect. So anything could happen. Yeah. And it's connecting reality with fiction in the sense that it's somebody who's real that goes into a fictional digital world like Digimon, for example, would uh-huh. be the perfect example of human to digital monsters. Uh, no, that would definitely be my type. Uh, furthermore, I would love to have, uh, thrillers or mystery. I love mystery. I love trying to solve things before they're solved. Okay. So in the audiobook, of course, they are never going to organize it in a way where they give the answer ahead of time. They make you think and wait about it. Yeah. But I'm the type that would try to assume the answer at the beginning. Let's like, say there's John, Alex, and Jason. It's Jason. Jason did it. <laughs> um no so
1: if i had to like let's say give you a suggestion just based off of that because i only gave you like two ideas between two books that i know because like i don't want to go through everything um but yeah no in that case if i could suggest to you um so the first book of the completionist chronicles which is called the ritualist that's a book about a guy who uh becomes paraplegic yeah and then he gets offered an opportunity to live his life in a video game Forever, there are other players in the game who could log out and things like that. But he's in the game forever, and they don't know that about him. And so he like has to live his life there, and you know a bunch of things happen. I'm not going to spoil anything. It's if it sounds interesting. That's no, it, a,
0: it really does. It sounds kind of like uh you know Avatar. Yeah. Not the Airbender, but the blue one in the movie where it's a human who goes into a body of an avatar and then goes into society and plays out as being an avatar, but yeah. nobody else knows about it. And then he can log out of it. Yeah. Same idea. But I find that concept interesting. So what's it called again? Sir? It's called The Ritualist. It's the part Ritual- of the Completionist Chronicles. There's only The second
1: book just came out, which is the second book I'm going to read after the book I'm done now. And if you read that and you enjoy it, then you should listen to the Chaos Seed Sega.
0: You know what? I'm starting podcasts. I'm listening to more podcasts. I can't see why I wouldn't try audiobooks they're this pretty much the same thing in the sense that you're gaining information you're listening to something you're enjoying it, enjoying it you're learning it's entertainment yeah and it's an audio form so they're pretty much brother and sister or exactly s- so yeah you know what i am going to give that a try okay and definitely i'm going to go with your book because you always tend to give good recommendations for things i hope so yeah <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. I'm your host, Alex. And thank you, John, so much for coming on the show. Once again, you're my first guest to come back as a veteran, per se. And I would love to have you back again for your other hobbies. I know I'm going to say this on every episode, but I know John is a guy with so many hobbies, so many. He's a jack of all trades. So, a jack of all hobbies. A jack of all hobbies, yes. So, yeah, once again, thank you. And if anybody would like to be on the show or have any questions at all, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So, until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.